to the Crispy Toast Podcast here. It's Chris. And it's Alan. And today we have a post coming in out of Reddit, uh, uh, my favorite subreddit of hypothetical situations. Uh, what would you do if you woke up from a 10-year coma? Now, this person did describe a situation of them being from you know, 2008 to two, 2018 and that kind of a difference. Um, how would you feel about you know, waking up after a 10-year coma, what would, what would your first response be? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I actually, um, if you really think about it, I feel like if you just wake up after a 10-year coma without really looking at anyone else and you're just by yourself, I feel like it's going to be super hard to even know that you were actually gone for 10 years, you know? Uh, realistically, I don't think you can even tell unless you see yourself in the mirror or you see one of your family members or one of your friends and they aged 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. I, that, that, you know, that's a scary thought because, um, you know, looking back on even just not thinking about, you know, a 10 year coma situation, the difference between, uh, we, uh, we both graduated in 09 and then 2019 had just swung by us too looking at oh, yeah. 10 year different yeah looking at the 10 year difference between how i was 10 years ago to now that is a huge change and all the life experience that has happened in between that and to just be in a 10 year coma seeing that difference it's jarring for me to even think about because if i woke up in a coma let's say and i was still acting like 2009 me oh man the amount of catching up you i would have to do and the amount of like interactions would be completely different you know compared to how i act now Just... yeah and then and then imagine if you actually did get into a coma back in 2009 and you woke up and you're like fuck what is this coronavirus shit going around you know <laughs> oh my gosh yeah having the coronavirus that's happening right now everyone being socially isolated it's just uh it would be such a jarring feeling um yeah imagine obviously... waking up at a time like this for all those who are actually in a coma and they're waking up like now like, damn, they, chose, they actually chose a bad time to wake up. I know. I was just thinking about, you know, what would, you know, like going from 10 years, it, it's such a huge difference. Like, if we go back and think about what was in 2009, what was the big thing in 2009? We go back to Facebook was just starting out. YouTube was just barely starting to take off. Um, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, my space was still pretty hot at the time i think but it was slowly dying out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh phones weren't as innovative as you know they are now oh yeah i, I just had my I first had... phone in 2009 oh, what was the phone um it was one of these super small samsung uh phone where you just slide up and you have like uh, the regular uh small little number keyboard um, it was like super, super small. It's even smaller than than the size of my palm back then. Mm-hmm. I think I had, I think I had an iPhone at the time. No, I didn't have an iPhone at the time. I still had a. No, no, no. So it was just like the 3G at the time that was out, or like the four. Was it? But I, yeah, something like that. Somewhere around that time frame. But I remember I still had the I I still had an iPod and a phone separately from my iPod. At the time, mm-hmm. it was it was so because I wasn't 
I, I wasn't as tech savvy um, back then. And I remember separately having those two because I was like, oh, you just need a flip phone. I mean, even back then when I was in middle school, I didn't really want a, a phone at the time. <laughs> you didn't want because a phone or you couldn't get a phone? I didn't want one. I didn't really. Damn. I, was like, I was like, what was the point? <laughs> Damn lucky! I so back in high school. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I believe it was during our was it ninth grade? I forgot. I forgot exactly when, but there was a there was a bomb threat in the math building at Scripps and Scripps Ranch, and that's when everyone were escorted to a different place other than the normal pickup spot down the hill. And at that point, that's when my parents were like, "Okay, yeah, we we kind of need to get you." get you a phone because otherwise you um if this happens again then we don't know where to pick you up blah 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 because at that time we were still you know 14 14 15 we couldn't even drive yet it wasn't mm -hmm. for another two years before we could drive and mm -hmm. that's finally when they were like okay yeah we'll finally get you a phone but before that they were like no no phone for you blah 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 i do yeah i do remember that 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 bomb threat at the time and mm -hmm. um yeah, I remember I had to, uh, my parents had my flip phone on me and I, I had, I like, but I had to call them and say like, Hey, yeah, you know, there's a situation here and then, you know, here's where you pick me up and all that stuff. And so, yeah, I do remember that, but going from the, going back to the 10 year coma thing, it's just like seeing how I acted back then. I was um, pretty, I was pretty mellowed out. I didn't really do as much as I would anticipate back then. I would basically go home, um, probably hang out on a single video game and then be stuck on that for hours until it was time to eat and then go home and sleep. Um, Dude, that, that, that's literally me too back then. That's all we could yeah. do. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's really all we could do. Um, at the time, I, I remember I was trying so hard to convince my parents to want to work but you know there you i'm sure yours have the same mentality it's like you know focus on your education graduate with a good degree so you can get a higher paying job and so you don't have to work as hard mm -hmm. and so when you had that big time in between to just kind of focus on you you know at the time you know from uh we, we didn't have all this uh ability to uh, like record podcasts like what we're doing right now recording podcasts over the phone or be able to have the technology to do that because back then it used to be like this industry thing and mm -hmm. so seeing that now that we have all these tools at our hand um, it's it's crazy to think that if I was 2009 me knowing that I had all that um, technology if I had that technology back then it's just like I probably would be in a different career path depending on what it was now oh really um, it could be because back then I didn't know you didn't, um, you didn't want to be a nurse uh yes like if we were to like think around that time frame I remember I was trying to see about because I uh, for a time it was like when you were when they were talking about careers and stuff many people like they were saying like oh you can just be a nurse and do that but at the same time there was like this uh stigma for a lot of filipinos you know you become a nurse and then you have a job and then you never fully you know oust your career you kind of like 
So a lot of Filipinos, they want to become singers, songwriters, you know, the next Bruno Mars, the next uh, David Foster kind of thing. They had, they wanted to be in the arts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that applied not just to Filipinos, but to a lot of Asians, because it was like this uh, anti STEM kind of movement or when you're a teenager, because that's the, the safe bet for what a lot of parents taught us. So that was our, you know, form of rebellion. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. I agree. And for me, I was just like, you know, nursing is what all the Filipinos end up doing. I want to be different, try something else. And I believe at the time I tried business and I worked at a really, I I practiced, I I did an internship at a really boring business job and I didn't know where it was going. Wait, you were business before? Um, Yeah. I, I took a business class. I did take a business class. And I had to do a business internship for the elective at the time. Wait, back in high school or, or at uh, or in college? High school. This was in high school. Oh, because I also did a business uh, job um, class. I also took that. And then I, I switched out of it because I was like, no, I don't really want to do business anymore. Well, I tried it because I wanted to try anything beyond um, anything beyond Something in the nursing, anything yeah, the healthcare, yeah, something, something that wasn't in the healthcare, like something completely different. Mm-hmm. But so I tried uh, computer science for a little bit. And, um, I wanted to get into that, but at the time, I think the teacher who was there, he was like super boring. Yeah, he, he, it took him like one whole day for like a single hello world coding or whatever. Oh my and god, he was like, su- he was like super, super slow when it came to talking. Oh jeez. So, it was like well apparently harvard is offering a free online uh uh programming class oh yeah i did see about that i'm actually uh, thinking about doing that because we're gonna be quarantined for a while anyway so might as well get some practice on on learning how to code yeah that'd actually be a good idea um there's a lot of online things going on now so if you were to wake up from a 10-year coma, this is actually the best time if you're you're still malleable in your brain and you want to learn something. You can go on a lot of online courses for a lot of things. That's true. Um, actually, Christian, let me ask you this since you know more about um, the human body than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, so if, for instance, you are um, unfortunate enough to be, um, say, get into an accident and you get into a coma, and you do wake up, mm-hmm. say, well, let's just say you were a kid, probably th- uh, 14, 15 years old, right? When your brain is still um, malleable and you haven't gone through um, different types of uh, plasticity yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so say you wake up 10 years later, right? You're 25 now. Would, um, mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're outside of that age where your brain is still... Um, you know, being able to to retain a lot of stuff and, and learn a lot of stuff. So if for those 10 years, your brain hasn't really been learning much, would you still have that um, that plasticity for you to to learn all these different things 10 years later after after you wake up from a coma? Mm, that's actually a really good question. I'll be honest, I really don't know per se i mean if you have to guess have... what would you what would you guess i would say that i would say that you would still be able to um 
you should still be able to retain. Uh, you should still have the ability to, you know, be as malleable as you were when you first started in the coma. Because I think what a lot of people, I don't know what, you know, goes through your mind when you go into like a 10-year coma. Uh-huh. But if you still retain that personality or like the mentation that you have back when you were in high school, I would imagine that, you know, from your thought process, you can still retain a certain amount of information, you know, in that way until it becomes good. Because like right now, when I think about it, when I'm trying to learn something new, my brain has become very specialized to focus on healthcare, that, you know, healthcare is easy for me to retain, but learning skills outside of that, like trying to edit a podcast, trying to do something else, or, you know, learning to practice this or that, you know, skills mm-hmm. becomes a little bit harder for me because my brain has been trained to think in a certain way or a certain form. It's like if someone learned how to do computer programming from the beginning when they started right out of high school till now, and then they suddenly went into, you know, health, the healthcare field, like, and they started trying to work as like a, a nurse or a doctor it doesn't, their mind wasn't built to be like that. I imagine that if you come out of a 10-year coma like that, you could probably still build your brain to think in a certain way, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. you're still kind of like a blank, you're still kind of like a blank slate, I would imagine. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. Um, however, you know, I feel like your, your brain can still uh, grow as as your whole body would in in like 10 years right so i was thinking maybe your brain starts starts forming in in ways that um that will make your plasticity less so so probably in 10 years if you were to wake up at 25 after 10 years i feel like you're probably not going to be able to retain as much information anymore or like it may be even harder for you because you haven't been practicing that for 10 years even though you are in a in like a deep coma um i feel like those mm-hmm. may have um hardened or hardwired for example and so i feel like it may be harder for someone who just woke up and start trying to learn new things after they you know get adapted to the new world to them i just feel like they may not be able to retain as much anymore because like I said earlier, just like the human body, your brain will probably grow as well and uh, synapses and other would um would uh, make hard connections instead. And I feel like maybe it's harder to to uh, to learn all that stuff. But who knows? Who knows? Hmm. Okay, so think about it this way. So let's go to that. Let's say like you know you come in out of let's say you're like, you're slightly older, let's say like, you know, you started 25, and then you got into that coma. And then you're waking up 35. How, how do you think that would pass like, on a resume? How do you think people would try to get jobs in that sort of market? Because you know, in this day and age, a lot of people have been saying like, you know, you know, you need your job experience before you even get your degree and stuff like that. So I was wondering, it's like, do you would an employer let's say you're an employer right and you have this interviewer interviewee who comes in and says like hey i'm looking for a job um uh i you know i'm 30 something years old but you know i had a 10-year coma but i still kind of meet the qualifications 
do you still hire that person or not? You know, versus someone who's gotten that experience, you know, over the time. You know, you know, I feel like if that so so I feel like if I was someone who's going to be hiring someone in that situation, I wouldn't treat that person any other. Um, I wouldn't treat them uh, differently per se, but I would look into their situation a little bit more, and I feel like it's more um, on the case of what kind of career it is. Because I mean, like, if it's going to be more of a coding type of situation, um, I'm not sure if there's a different type of coding, uh, new coding within the past 10 years or not. But if there's new coding and it's being used more, then that person would probably not not be qualified. But for instance, if you were to work in a lab, for example, everything that we do in lab, say PCR or qPCR, those are still pretty much the same for the past 10 years. So I feel like it is someone who is in the biological field working in a lab, I feel like that's going to be okay because they can just quickly pick pick back up where where they left off because not much have really changed. But if it's in a career where a lot of – there has been a lot of advancements, then I feel like they just, then they probably would have to, you know, put themselves back to some um, extended – education so then they can get back up to speed before they can apply so they can be more competitive towards other people i feel like the, you, you can't really discriminate them just be or like be more biased towards hiring them just because they came out came out of a coma you know there are other people with uh, other situations that may need the job more too so i don't feel like we should or we would um you know use that and like look mm-hmm. at them differently. Well, we've we talked about this before, you know, outside of the podcast, but um, let you know there there's always this uh, discussion and argument about like does age have an, a, a factor when it comes to you know the hiring process because you know you look at someone who came uh, straight out of high you know straight out of uh, college and they got their degree and you know they are up and up on the latest thing. And so let's say that they meet all of the qualifications for that versus somebody who has graduated, let's say five, 10 years out and suddenly they meet the same qualifications, but they're both entering into like an entry-level position at a, at a job per se. And, you know, some people think about um, longevity for their businesses in that regard. And so some people want the, you know, the young buck, because they know that at least with him, he can grow with the company. And essentially, you know, they're looking for people who are going to be staying there long term, if they can grow with the company, you know, they become a vital asset, they continue to become more useful to the business as it continues to grow. Versus, you know, picking up someone, you know, who's older, who's closer to their retirement, and seeing, you know, okay, he's here for maybe, you know, 10, you know, 10 years versus the 20 years uh, in that regard. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I also feel like there's, there can be a lot of different um, uh, factors that may go into the hiring process with that. I mean, I understand why you would um, hire like, like someone who's younger with, um, with more um, experience, because like you said, they can um, grow with the company and whatnot but I feel like it's also dependent on what that position is if it's something that they don't really um, have much room to grow 
then they would probably choose someone who's older because they probably just want to just you know finish it finish their um their careers there doing what they like at that age because because for someone who's probably older they would have um uh better qualifications for better positions you know so i feel like they if they were to choose a less paying job just because they can do what they love then that's probably can play into the factor that oh yeah i can probably just probably hire this guy and then he's only have like another five years before he retires you know Plus, this position doesn't have much room to grow in those five years anyways. is either that position or my position. So I feel like it, it, under that mm-hmm, circumstance, mm-hmm. they would probably hire um, someone who's older. Like someone older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Well, uh, with that said, uh, I think we're going to call it a wrap Sounds on good. this one. This was a yeah. very interesting. Yeah, this is a very interesting topic about you know, being in a 10 year coma, how much of an effect it would have. And we didn't even touch on like um, social factors, you know, going from non-social media to social media, like that critical oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. from yeah, definitely. 2009 to 2019, how, how that's had an effect on that. But either way, we were trying to be as general as we can when we're talking about it, but we would love to hear from you guys if we still have to find a way to get you guys connected in the, on this conversation somehow. But uh, with that said, this is the Crispy Toast Podcast. And it's I'm Alan. Chris. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in on us. And we hope that you have a great rest of your day. And we will see you guys soon. All right. Bye. Peace. <laughs>